shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much love drives a man insane. You broke my will, but what a thrill. Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language K-League podcast. I'm joined as always by my, my fellow co-host Paul. As Paul, always. As always. I was talking to my mum the other day and she said, it's been a while, this, this, this last week's with uh, you and Mark was the first time you've been together in ages. Yeah, but we're always joined. <laughs> Whether we're actually doing the podcast or not is a, is a, is a, is a different matter, yeah? Okay, so Paul, you're looking very, very happy this week. Um, any, any particular reason why, or will we get to that when we do the review of so eventually winning again? It's a bit of false happiness, I think. I false was, happiness. I was very optimistic, and then nothing else worked out for the weekend. So. <laughs> okay, I understand. Uh, very interesting uh, intro music, Paul. You chose something about nerves, biting nails. Is, is that, is that what that was? Yeah. Um, Obviously, is that because you've got a big audit ahead of you this afternoon, or <laughs> less said about that, the better. <laughs> okay, but no, obviously, I think it's working two ways. Chumbuk could have been a bit nervous going into their big title showdown with Cheju. Yep, uh, but apparently they weren't, or maybe maybe it was Cheju that ended up getting nervous and bricking it. I think so, bricking yeah. It. Uh, also, you must have been pretty nervous. I think you were pretty nervous when we were doing the previews last week for, for the last round of the, the challenge. It was indeed, yes. As things unfolded, you must have been biting your nails. Uh, I have to admit, the, the last ten minutes uh, at uh, Eland on Sunday were some of the worst minutes I've spent in a football stadium in my life. Um, so much so that before the game and after the game, big shout out, by the way, to Dan Harris, if he's listening, for his pre-match and post-match banter uh, from me in the stand and him on the pitch when he kind of asked me why I was wearing my Songnam top, called it shocking and then said you must be biting your nails. Mm. Uh, and then at the, at the, after the game when everyone else was like adulating about Elan getting a 2 each draw, Dan was trying to find me in the stand to say well done big man. So big shit out Dan, thank you for, for that. Um, he also made the two adjectives sitting next to me think I was a football player for 90 minutes as well, as they, as they mused over which team I played for. <laughs> With my grey hair, I'm surprised they actually thought I was double playing. And so, see, that happened to me. That happened to me at Seoul as well. I think they thought I was Ravinelli, maybe. <laughs> we, we went down to the GS after the match, <coughs> as usual, and uh, some uh, Harabaji, some granddad, asked Kelly if I was Dayan. <laughs> <laughs> because Dayan... Plays 90 minutes and then runs straight down to the GS for a beer. <laughs> I mean, there's a few things wrong with that, right? First of all, okay, fine, fair enough, you guys have been with about the same height, but no offence, man, Dehan has slightly more hair. <laughs> like, and as you said, yeah, he plays 90 minutes and then runs to the GS and, and grabs a beer. That, that is brilliant. Although we, we've both been known to work a full day and then run straight to the pub for a beer or a, a soju, so I wouldn't uh, blame him. I've been known to go at half time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Okay, so the, so the intro music, yeah, what, what was about me basically bricking it, um, which uh, we'll talk about when we get to the... Another brick in the wall. Another brick in the wall, we still went with that one, actually, right? Um, maybe we did. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I guess, um, like... We'll talk about that when we get to the reviews, uh, but it was, it, it's a strange thing, like, I guess we'll talk about it, it, the reviews, yeah. So we're going to review the challenge, we're going to review the classic, obviously, uh, Paul, you, you're still smiling, 
We're going to talk about a very special moment that's coming up this weekend. A very special union. Um, and we're going to talk about the nominations for the most valuable player, or the best player, whatever you want to call it. If you want to be American, NDP. If you want to be everyone else that's normal, best player. Uh, we'll look at the Korean national team and how Shin Young has literally chosen the same squad as Uli chose. And then I guess we'll preview the classic this weekend because there's no challenge, right, until yep. the 16th, yeah? Yep. And well, obviously we'll throw in our winners and losers along the way as well, and yeah? And Classic. Really and the Kaylee Classic. Kaylee, K-Classic moment, whatever you call it. K-Classic moment, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to start with the challenge or Classic? We should start with the challenge this week. Okay. Um, so basically, yeah, we talked last week about whether or not <coughs> I was going to go down to Changwon or go to Jamsho. Uh, I made obviously the correct choice because Songnam lost 1 0, predictably, uh, down in, in uh, Gyeongnam. Um, so there was three games played at the same time. I tried my best to keep the podcast Twitter account um, active and, and, and lucid. <laughs> uh, as the game went on, it was getting less and less lucid, but anyway. Um, so there was basically Buchan, Asan, and Songnam who could all be in the challenge. Uh, as I said, Songnam lost one up to Gyeongnam. Uh, Pusan uh, and Asan were playing at the Godok. Godok. And I believe that finished the draw. Yep. So what was, as the game was unfolding, Songnam were actually in third for most of the game. Until Gyeongnam scored and uh, and uh, Asan equalised, <coughs> so then all eyes were on Eland, where <coughs> fair play. So Eland put in a stellar performance as they drew two each with Butchan. Um, uh, the performance started with a fantastically uh, microwaved pepperoni pizza <laughs> from a food truck, um, and then moved into me sitting with the ultras or ultra, I guess, as, 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 as known at Eland. But yeah, I mean, Eland were fantastic. Like, they, they went two, they went one nil up, and then it was one each, and then just before half-time. And then 2-1 just after half-time, and then Buchan pulled it back to two each, and it was like, as I said, there was like 10 minutes left whenever Gyeongnam scored in the 80th minute against uh, Songnam down in Changwon, and those last 10 minutes were the most nervous 10 minutes I've actually experienced in a football stadium. I, t- I met the Phantom afterwards, and we drank way too much soju, but what I do remember of our conversation was him admitting I was now a proper Songnam fan, because I was so nervous <laughs> for those 10 minutes. Uh, but yeah, I've never really been in, in that situation as a, as a Celtic fan. I've never faced playoffs and uh, the, the finishing, you know, like the prospect of finishing fifth in the league and stuff like that, so it was a, it was a pretty special moment. Did you not... Um, suffer that this week when they crashed out of Europe again. Well, we haven't crashed out, of, out yet. Out of the Champions League. Yeah, we crashed out of the Champions League. We can't finish second, but we can still finish third and get in the Europa League. When do Wednesday play? Who did they play in Europe this week? Who did Wednesday play in Europe this week? Millwall. Millwall, yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. <laughs> Millwall, that famous French team, right? <laughs> um, I mean, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a great day. I mean, um, I, I probably drank too much, but uh, yeah, it was. <coughs> When did, did Putin ever look like winning? Never, to be honest. Um, what happened was they had two each. They got a corner with about three, I want to say five minutes left. And the ball was swung in. And uh, Wagonino had a free header and somehow managed to head it wide to the post. Uh, maybe there was some money involved, yeah. 
It was literally the worst sitter you'll see this season. That came somehow, uh, that, that came immediately after Elan somehow managed to have three shots in a row saved. <coughs> so one was, the, was blocked by the defender, the rebound fell and it was blocked, uh, Alex shot, it was blocked by the keeper, and the rebound fell to an Elan player who hit the bar. And Butchon ran up the pitch, got the corner, swung it in, and Wagonino missed the header. So those two minutes of mayhem, one minute of mayhem, uh, either way would have, you know, like if it went 3 2 to Eland, song number safe, if it went 3 to the Butchon, song number out. But ultimately, that, that point the week before for Song Nam with that last minute equaliser yeah. proved to be the vital point. So it, it's quite interesting because against Dejan, I viewed that as being a failure. But had they not got that last minute penalty and scored it, they would actually have crashed out. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, it also means that that last minute goal from. Uh, I, I can't remember who scored now. But when I went, uh, when I over, over oh. Chusuk, was it after Chusuk? During the, the Chusuk vacation, when I went with the Phantom to Butchon, and I finished one each when they drew away with, with Ansan, and I cheered that Butchon goal. Uh, yeah, I, I felt like a bit of an idiot had had that goal been the, been the goal that put Song Nam out, right? Um, in the end, it finished, obviously, Gyeongnam first, but, uh, Pusan second, Asan third, and Song Nam fourth. So you're off to Assam for the playoff? Yep, November 6th, November 15th. 15th, that's uh, midweek. Yep, Wednesday night. Got a half day Wednesday uh, ha- evening, a half day Thursday morning. Going to stay with the Phantom in a love motel. Not the first time that's happened. Um, hopefully there'll be no special vending machines this time. And uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully we can do it. Doubt it, but the hope is there. I was having a chat about who I'd like to get who I'd like to see in the, the Classic next year. Um, I'm going to stick with Songnam just because it's damn easy to get to compared yeah. to anywhere else. I mean, if you look at the teams that are available, you could Pusan, Asan and Songnam. I think most fans would pitch for Songnam, to be honest. It's easier to get to than any other. Although Pusan does make a nice weekend away. It does make a nice weekend away. And it would be, if Songnam lose to Asan or draw, if we crash out of the playoffs, let's just say, um, then my full support will be behind Busan. I think it would be a, a very fitting end to a, a rather emotional season. But as long as Solnam are in contention, obviously I want Solnam to win it. Okay. So that was the challenge. It was indeed. In the classic. We, we discussed some, well, we previewed the games and said that Seoul had a very tough game yep. coming up against Busan. Again, that might actually shape shape their season in terms of whether or not they would end up in the ACL or not. Yeah. Um, was it a tough game? I'm assuming you went. I did go. Uh, it wasn't a tough game. Ulsan were absolutely terrible, at least for the first half. They came out a bit stronger in the second half, but by then they were already 3-0 down. Amazing, right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, you could never have predicted so between 3-0 up at half-time. You could never have predicted Seoul scoring three goals in the game, to be perfectly honest, no. but... I mean, three and a half, half time. Like, what happened? They, how just how poor were Osan? They were <coughs> like Seoul were cutting through them like a hot knife through butter. Okay. Um, they had Seoul had a few chances before that, and they'd missed them. And I, you think it was going to be one of those days where Seoul have lots and lots of build-up play, nothing in the the final 
not even the final third, the final 18 yards okay. to, to co- convert the goals. But then uh, the first one went in, which was a screamer from Lee Myung-ju. First goal okay. back, first goal since he signed for, for Seoul. Okay. Uh, Last goal was probably as well, was just about to head off from, from lots of service, right? Yeah, absolutely lamped it from sort of 30 yards out and it swerved past Kim Young-dae in the goal. Did you, do you think Kim Young Day tried to save it, or was he when he's so short on the Um He tried to save it, but he was out of position slightly. Okay. But the, the swerve on it just took him around and then snuck in, into the corner. Uh, second goal scored by Osmar. Defensive mistake. It came in, um, and he challenged the goalie and headed it in. Okay, my big mate, my big friend. And then third third goal, Sol on the counter attack, Unilock burst down the wing. Uh, he was actually pretty much one-on-one with the keeper, but he decided to square for Dayan, uh, and Dayan tapped it okay. into the net. And do you think, was that assist the reason why he made the, the, the MVP list? Well, uh, wait a minute, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, 3-0, you've, you've got to say that's pretty like, a, a rousing performance. Yep. Uh, Huang in, Huang stay, Huang stay forever. No. Okay, let's move on from that one. Um, second half wasn't so good, but they <laughs> held on to the really play them. But you're three nil up. Second half's not going to be another five goals, is it? Um, you live in hope. You live in hope, right? Okay. Uh, I mean, we've discussed before about Huang and about his his tactical ability or lack thereof. Um, do you think? I mean, but that's a huge performance. Like, is that? Do you think that was influenced by something he did? Like, did he tweak something? Like, did he look at Osan's weaknesses, or did he just go with the same team that he went in the previous week? Uh, I think there was one change to the team from the previous week. Okay. He, he switched his uh, on twenty twenty twos around, so he's okay. got two. That he, so he rotated them out. So not really specific to Osan then, right? No, I didn't see any specific changes there. Okay. Um, Seoul played pretty much how they played in the other two post-season matches, where they've come out strongly... Uh, post-split. Post-split, yeah. Okay. Uh, Seoul seemed to have something about them as post-split, but Ulsan were absolutely horrendous. So whereas Chombuk and Suwon actually came out and tried to have a game, and that's why those two matches ended as draws, Ulsan were just nowhere. Okay. There's a lot of talk about how poor Ulsan have been since the split. I think that's three games now? Three games, three losses. Two games and then two losses. No, uh, no goals scored. I think maybe seven or eight conceded. Yeah. You think they're they've firmly got one eye on the FA Cup and have given up in the league, or do you think they're just utter crap? I think they're just utter crap. Okay. That's what I think. And uh, sort of last week we were talking about the FA Cup final and how we were quite happy that Pusan got through and Suwon didn't, and now I'm slightly regretting that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. As, as Suwon looked likely to finish third. But isn't that good for... That's going to be good for Seoul, right? Because if Seoul finished third, then... Pusan, Seoul, uh, oh, Pusan could, could win the cup, right? That's what you mean, right? Yeah, I mean... If Seoul, if Seoul finished third, Seoul are out. Seoul's only hope now is to, to overtake Suwon or hope that Ulsan... Win the cup. Doesn't matter. If, if Ulsan finish fourth and win the cup, they'll go into the ACL. They have to, Ulsan have to finish third and win the cup with Seoul finishing fourth. 
just for sort okay. to finish fourth and get into the ACL. Okay, I drank too much soju last night. My head's on. <laughs> okay, okay, I understand. Okay, um, so obviously, other you you mentioned Suwon. I'm assuming from your comment that Suwon didn't lose their game. No, they beat Kangwon two one. But that was their last easy game, right? They have games now against Jongbuk and against Jeju, right? Yeah, so Seoul have got Jeju as well, so assume that's going to cancel each other out. Yeah, so it's going to be basically if the final game of the season if Suwon can beat Jongbuk, whatever they play on. Yeah, in, in the football ground. In the football stadium, yeah. Okay, love how much we prep this. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, other results. Um, how did the relegation battle go? Um, couple of nil-nil draws. I think Tegu thumped Pohang. Did they not four two? Yeah, like Tegu beat Pohang. Yeah, yeah, they beat them four two or something like that. Yeah, which which um, secured their place next season, uh-huh. and also uh, in. The securation, or if that's a word, of their position or place in next season, their manager was awarded with a, a permanent contract. Foreign guy. Foreign guy, the Brazilian guy, yeah, who, to be perfectly honest, has done a pretty stellar job with that. I mean, they, as, you, as you know yourself, that you feel to, to beat them three times. Well, not you personally, Paul, but like, so feel to, to beat them this season, right? Um, but he definitely seems to have. Um, he definitely seems to. Have made them a, a tough team to play against and a tough team to beat. So he got he got a a, a contract which is pretty fantastic. So he'll be there as a permanent manager next season. Um, <coughs> and the other two were nil nil draws, were they? Uh, the interesting game was definitely a nil draw. Uh, and yeah, they drew with Guangzhou. So, so I mean, it's still in John Am. Yeah, so still basically like Inchon, Inchon, Jonam and Sangju are all kind of the team that might face the challenge playoff winner. Um, Guangzhou are not mathematically down yet, are they? They're not, <laughs> but it's probably... Four point gap, I think. Um, Is it not? Yeah, it's, I think it's four points, yeah, with like two games left, yeah. Um, obviously, I would love to tell you exactly, but considering the fact that uh, my... My source of all information, Soccerway, decides to do a, a split table leak <laughs> and doesn't do the full league. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on, to be perfectly honest. Uh, yeah, so, so Daegu actually beat Pohang 2 1, by the way, not 4 2, as we okay. previously said. Um, but anyway, yeah, Inchon and Guangzhou do nothing each. And Sangju and John Am do nothing each. Um, so, to get one part of our. Yes, synopsis right. So it's Guangzhou uh, are at the bottom, four points adrift of Jonam, who are looking like the playoff team, one point adrift of Incheon and Sangju. Interestingly, if Songnam got all the way to the playoff final, the only stadium and the only team I would want to beat to get a place in the classic would the National Five be Incheon. So I hope Incheon do end up, if Songnam win, I would want Incheon to be the team that we would beat to get in the Classic. I can't imagine there would be a better stadium in Korea to be for the playoff final second leg than at Incheon, to be honest. But that, um, that would be a shame, because lazy bastard that I am, I'd like to see both teams in the Classic. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing, right? I mean, beating Incheon again in the Classic and then losing that game uh, next season would be would kind of like defeat the purpose of actually being in the Classic, right? Yeah. 
So if Songnam don't make it, then I hope Incheon lose the playoff to Busan. And so basically, what, what I'm saying is that I want Incheon in the, in the, in the playoff final, regardless of what happens, and I want them to lose. Okay. Okay. Uh, should we just briefly talk about the championship rounds that we obviously mentioned? Uh, John Book must have been biting their nails. Um, <coughs> you said probably not, uh, as they ran out three 0 winners over Jeju, right, and clinched their fifth title. So yeah. Some would say should have been their sixth title, but anyway, definitely their fifth. Amazingly, like, they've actually won those five five titles in six years, right, or five titles in seven years. Somewhere, right? I think they won four of them in, in a short period. Yeah. But the, the first one, I think, came a while ago, didn't it? Okay. But they won, like, four in the last, like... Well, they won four in the last five, right? Four in the last six. No. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah, because they were on the... They were on the they were well, they were, three in a row last year, They equaled Songnam's record of three in a row last year, yeah? Well, no, they didn't, because Seoul won last year. They would have done, I said. They would have done. Would have. But they didn't. But they didn't. Because Seoul were... Because the KFA intervened uh, and the K-League won the title, right? Um, so obviously, yeah, you know, victory over Jeju. Uh, disappointed for Jeju, to be honest. Like they were looking like a team that was going to pre-split. They might have pushed John Book a little bit further. Um, but really, they've done nothing since the split, right? I mean, they've won two of their games, but they haven't really... Bit of a damp squib, that, wasn't it? Yeah. That, that championship decider. Yeah. It's not even like they seem particularly competitive. It seemed like a bit of a walk in the park for John Book. So. Um, shout out to uh, Keelig United's uh, Matt Bins for dressing up as the ghost of John Book past. Fair play, Matt. Um, so that was a funny tweet that I tweeted. If you, I don't know if you saw it or not. I did not. Um, okay. um, yeah, uh, the Jolla boys were dressed up as Kim Jin Soo, I think. Yeah. I'm sure Matt will tweet me if that's wrong. Um, yeah, seem to have a good time, seem to enjoy it, fair play. They've unveiled their championship strip already, which is kind of pretty disgusting. Yeah. I might buy it because it's green, but, uh, well, it's white actually. Um, but it has like five stars, starting with a small one on the left hand side and building into like, a big one at the bottom. See, um, I, I didn't get right, all the fans were complaining about introducing blue to the green kit this year, but they're quite happy with the white kit. Well, it's a championship kit. It's not their actual kit for next year, right? It's just a t-shirt, basically, right? It's just, yeah. It I don't get the V5 thing. They've got a scarf with V5. Does that mean victory five? Is that what that means? Isn't that their five a day of vegetable? Oh, okay, right. So it's, oh, it's your five greens a day, right? That, that's the secret to their success. Um, no, money. <laughs> money is the secret to their success. Um, do you think Che will stay on for another season? Talking about leaving last year, stayed on for this year. Think he'll stay on another season? Yeah, probably. You think the Gookie will still be playing next year? Probably. You think the Wookiee will still be in Korea? Yep. Okay, that's the that's that game reviewed. Um, I mean, obviously, as a Seoul fan, you're not going to... I know the answer to this question, but would you say best team won the league? Would you say you're happy with John Book winning the league? Uh, I mean, would obviously I not happy? as a Seoul fan, but what, you, what I mean is, like, as a K-League fan, as a fan of Korean football... Do you think John Book winning a fifth title was a good thing or a bad thing? Bad thing. Yeah. Okay, why? Because at, at times we thought Cheju were going to be a, a worthy competitor and actually make a... They and didn't. And they didn't. They just folded in the end. Yeah. So. And Ulsan had been utterly honking, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, Ulsan pushed them for some of the season, but have obviously they've fallen away, yeah? Okay. If you talk about winners and losers, do you have a winner of the week? 
I, well, obviously my winner of the week is plain and simple. It's the pizza guy at uh, Jamshul. Okay. Uh, fair play, Chief. How can you make a pepperoni pizza microwave taste so good? Uh, sorry, my winner of the week. Uh, my winner would go to Dan Harris for spotting me in the stand and taking time out of his warm-up to say, are you biting your nails? Which, by the way, Dan, when you did that nail-biting gesture, I really hope that the guys that, that you were training didn't think that you were saying, you guys you should be nervous about the game coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Never really thought of that at the time. Um, no, obvious winner, song now. Okay. You? Winner? Um, my winner of this week is... I don't know. Son Heung-min for being the Tottenham team that beat Real Madrid. Didn't score it, did he? No way, well, probably afterwards. I did actually think of a worthy winner on the way here and I've forgotten what it was. Okay. Let's come back to that. Okay. Loser of the week. Uh, loser of the week. Uh, the steak guy at Jamshow because the pizza cube is bigger. <laughs> loser of the week, sorry. Loser of the week. God, it's going to be butch on. They didn't turn up. They didn't even remotely turn up at Eland. Eland put in a great performance, but Buchan were really poor. For a team that really had the easiest task, no disrespect to, to Eland, but Asan going and getting something at Pusan, Sonam going and getting something at Gyeongnam, they were harder tasks, and Buchan never turned up. The fans turned up, uh, but Buchan never looked like How were the fans at the end? Standing, because Eland have ripped out all the seats. Um, around the stadium <laughs> for whatever reason I don't know why the temp no <laughs> the bottom tier of the main of the actual stadium yeah has all the seats ripped out I guess that's not Elan's doing that's what Elan's doing no so all the Bouchon fans had to either stand or sit in cold concrete um, yeah they, they were singing and dancing they had a massive You'll Never Walk Alone banner um, not quite sure when Bouchon became Liverpool fans but anyway um, but yeah, they were just poor, and I, I don't want to say I feel sorry for them, but at the end of the day, you kind of got to feel a little bit sorry for them then. Yeah. Um, my loser of the week is just the K-League as a whole. Okay. Uh, Chumbuk have basically romped away with the title. Suwon have been poor, Seoul have been disappointing. Ulsan sort of showed a, we should just mention that Ulsan sort of started brightly and then faded away. Chumbuk bottled it. Hang one for all their intentions of sort of spending big, creating a team of Galacticos and challenging. Haven't challenged anything. Yeah. Poang, really poor. Yep. Sangju dropped away from last year. Uh, it's just saying it's not very competitively, is it? Okay. And guys, thank you very much for tuning in and listening to all the episodes of the podcast. Uh, but as Paul just said, there's no point anymore because it's boring. And uh, it's been a pleasure from both of us. <laughs> okay, uh, I wouldn't go as far as to say that the K-League is the loser, but I would say that this season has been, I don't think there are many fans out with John Book fans that are particularly jumping up and down and cheering for this season. As you said, Gang 1, really disappointing, so utterly, disgracefully disappointing. So one never wrote the challengers, bottled it in the cup, and yeah, Jeju, Osan, poor. So yeah, I mean, I guess the only fans that are probably sitting happy are Daegu fans, right? Probably the only team that's seen an uptick this year. Yeah, okay. 
Okay, uh, we did mention at the beginning of the, that when we talked about the agenda that there was going to be a special union. Uh, shout out this week to avid podcast listener Tom Sunman Lee, uh, president of the Soul Celtic Supporters Club, uh, and soon to be husband of Sujin. Really hope I got her name right. <laughs> if I didn't, it's not there's a problem there, guys. <laughs> I just got her name wrong. He's not. He's not any bigger me. Um, so yeah, Tom is getting married this weekend. How long is he back in Korea for? Uh, he's back in Korea to go to the playoff. His that's wedding a, just happens to be the same time. Coincidence. <laughs> yes, his wedding just happens to be at the same time. Uh, he's back for like a month. It's the honeymoon in Asan and Pusan and potentially uh, Incheon. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, I, I think in, in Australia you get like a month for like wedding leave or something. So he's got like a, like a month vacation. So he's back. I guess he gets married on Saturday. Probably brief honeymoon in Jeju. I, I would imagine. I don't really know. Uh, and then back in time to go to Asan with the with the big man. <laughs> okay. So me, him, and Alistair are going to get the same room. It's, a, it's our it's our third podcast wedding, right? Uh, yeah, first one was um, Lyle. Lyle. Second one was uh, second one was oh mine, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, and third one is Tom. Yeah. So third time's a charm. The thing is, like, I mean, I used to have a friend back in Scotland. He's a hairdresser, right? Don't worry, he's, he owns his own salon, uh, and every single time he hires a new female, they get pregnant. Okay. Uh, there's no like. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that we have a podcast and people get married. That's all I'm saying. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll be the bold Jamie next. Mr. Neat next, I think. Eh, probably, yeah. Or Mr. Bins. Well, I think Mr. Neat's ahead uh, in, in the stakes, is he not? Eh, I think Mr. Yeah, well, Mr. Neat's engaged, right? Yeah. And Mr. Bins probably is, but hasn't told... Hasn't put it up on Facebook, so... Yeah, hasn't put it up on Facebook, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we probably is in her eyes, <laughs> but maybe not in, in like, the world, yeah. Okay. Um, that brings us on to the most valuable player, because we're losing players. Um, no longer can any of us like, be out in Anita on ha- Halloween, like um, thrusting our loins at the local nurses. I'm just going through what I did on Saturday, to, to be honest. Uh, you betrayed me, right? Uh, I, I specific, specifically asked you if you're going out for Halloween. You said no, so I just had to stay home. And then you text me saying, oh, I'm out in Halloween and it's brilliant. At the end of the day, when your sister-in-law, or when my sister-in-law, rocks your, your up... single sister-in-law. Yeah, rocks up with a bag of nurses' uniforms and schoolgirl uniforms, there's not a whole lot you can do other than go out for Halloween, do you know what I mean? And invite your unmarried friend. <laughs> it should be mentioned that I wasn't dressed up as either a nurse or a schoolgirl, to be honest. I was dressed up as Harrison Ford from Blade Runner. You're a matron, were you? <laughs> yes. Um, it was a nightmare, dude. I think, we're, just, I think we're losing focus again. We are indeed, yeah. Anyway, we did mention the, the most valuable player. Uh, who would you say? There's four candidates. Who would you say, be, be, before I read them out, who do you think are the so four? A nurse, a teacher, schoolgirl. Uh, was there a stewardess or, and a policewoman? <laughs> I'm going with a stewardess. Oh, this podcast is getting worse. Anyway, who would you say are the four most valuable players in the K-League? Quickly. Jonathan. One. Excellent, well done. Um, that Chumbuk player. Yep. EJ Sun. Yep. Two, well done. Um, uh, are we looking foreigners or Koreans? Um, 
There's that guy that scores all those last minute goals at Pohang. Yang, yeah, Yang Donghyun. Perfect, well done. And probably, we're, talk, we're only talking classic, right? Yeah, we're only talking classic, yeah. Um, be Osmar. That's the thing, right? So the fourth one uh, is is very debatable. The fourth one is actually Mislav Orsic from Osan, who I do not understand why he's like one of the, the MVPs. Yeah, he started off quite well. He started off well, but I don't know how, how much he's done recently, right? Um, for me, I would have said you know Rock should have been on that list. Uh, he's the top assist in the classic, right? Um, yeah. For me, I would say Ian He should be on that list, even though he's only played three games for Seoul this season. He's taken a defence which was leakier than a sieve and turned it into something which is watertight. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think there's other players I would have had before Orsic. I don't really see why he's on the list. Um, as I said, you know Rock, I would have said. At least the gook's not there. Yeah. I mean, standout winner has to be 100%. Jonathan. No doubt about it, Jonathan. He's, he's carried that team from another uh, another sort of bottom six position yeah, to challenging. Yeah, definitely. He's the difference between them being in the bottom and being at the top, definitely. Uh, so fair play, Jonathan. Uh, not often I say that, but anyway, fair play. Uh, you will definitely, should definitely be the winner. I was I was out drinking. You think he'll, uh, like when he gets given his uh, MVP award trophy at the, at the official awards, you think he'll take his top off? <laughs> I don't know. I, I was I was. It seems normal, right? I was drinking the uh, the other week uh, in a bar, and I ran into this. Did I, t- did I mention this already? Ran nope. into this Brazilian lass who knows him, uh, and we talked for about ten minutes, which was mostly me saying what a absolute yep. knob he is. And she goes, "No, he's really nice in person." I said, "No, he's a knob." No, I can't imagine he's very nice in person. Uh, just when you mentioned that Edon Gook uh, wasn't on the list, we should also at this point in time congratulate him on extending his contract by one year. And not retiring, and he will now officially be 65. Well, he did get his 200th goal. 200th goal, yeah. yeah. He two, scored his three. Two. two. He scored his 200th goal in the league before Dehan scored his 100. The two of them are going for the same, uh, not the, the same record, but a record. And I think Edom just got his first or something like that. I'm not really sure. Dehan got his. Um, 100th. Uh, 300 appearance. 300 appearance, yeah. So maybe, yeah. Okay. Um, Paul, do you have a winner of the week yet? Did you think of one? Um, yes, it was Cole Johan. For getting a call up to the national team? Yeah. I Served? Think, actually, I want to say, what's his face? Kim Jong. Did he keep his place in the national team? After those two own goals last time out in Russia? Because if he did keep his play, place, I'm going to say him. Okay. <laughs> if okay. he didn't. Call your hand because he also got blasted for his recent performances for the national team, but he's maintained his place in the team, along with um, Ju Sejong and Yi Myung Ju, who were both called up, right? Yep, who are heading to the police. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of the national team? What did you think of the national team? Yeah, the, the selection. Uh, I thought it was very much like Uli's selection. Uh, not really quite sure. So they brought in Cynthia Young. Cynthia Young said that he he would um, pick. He well, the, the the KFA said that he was getting appointed because he knew uh, Korean players more than Uli seemed to. Uh, Cynthia Young himself, thank you very much, said he's still learning the names of the Korean players. 
was I think pretty outrageous for any manager to even come out and say that. <coughs> um, I thought it was a pretty poor squad. I mean, uh, not poor squad, but pretty predictable squad. Like, I mean, uh, goalkeepers are all from. Well, he brought in Cho Hyun Woo from from Daegu, uh, yeah. but it's Kim Sung Gyu and Kim Jin Hyun, the two guys put in Japan. Um, Defence, nothing really unexpected. I guess Che Chao Sun from Jumbuk, maybe, but yeah. And then Kim Ji Young's there then. What's that? Kim Ji Young's there. Kim Ji Young? Eh, he is not. He has been dropped. So he's not my winner of the week then? He's not your winner of the week then, no. Lee <laughs> uh, Jung Hyuk comes up, comes back into the team. I'm not sure if he comes back in if he was already there, but that's, he's the only challenge player. Um, and yeah, I mean. Wee Joe? Uh, no, Rijo didn't get a call-up at all, even though he's been playing for Gamba recently. Um, yeah, Quan uh, Chang-hun got a call-up, I guess, being on the bench. and Dijon. Dijon. But I guess being on the bench is more important than starting. Uh, I mean, we're going to go to the game, right? The Columbia game? I've got tickets, yeah. Down in Suwon. I should have brought yours, actually. Yeah, should have done. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never seen. I'm probably more going to see Colombia than I am going to see the Korean national team. To be honest, definitely. I don't really. Uh, there's nothing about the squad that jumps out and screams at me and says, "Wow, brilliant!" To be perfectly honest, it's the same similar squad that I would imagine would have been picked had had really been the manager. I I checked and I've seen Serbia before, so I'm glad that I don't have to check down to Ulsan to make yeah. me to see them. But Colombia is first time for me, so. Okay. Shall we take some Martian powder before the game? Some That's what? a joke. Some <laughs> Colombian Martian powder. That was a joke. Please, Korean government, you've already banned my my supplement order this week. Please don't come and get me for. Do, that do, joke. Me, do you want me to bring? I've got a couple of bricks of icing sugar at home. Do you want me to bring those down? You should do, by the way. <laughs> anyway, if it was Halloween, I would have dressed up as a, as a coke addict. Um, okay. So, Korean national team, nothing, nothing major, nothing really. So, how do, you, how do you view those two friendlies going, Colombia, Serbia? Uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're just friendlies, but... A loss and a loss. Yeah. A loss and a draw. Probably a draw and a loss, right? I, I'm not saying in, in any order, but I think it'll be a loss and a draw, yeah. Okay. Obviously, predictably, a lot of the, the talk on the Korean forums this week was about the Korean national team and which players deserve to be there or don't. Um, I don't feel inclined to rehash what's a very obvious discussion. I mean, it's just. Uh, I think there's a. I think there is a, a general apathy towards the Korean team. Um, uh, I just, I've read that Shin Tae Young apparently <coughs> is um, is uh, looking to bring in a foreign assistant manager to help him. Um, not quite sure what he's going to help him with, but um, I don't know. I, I I just find the, the not a particularly Interesting uh, squad. I've got a winner of the week. Okay. VAR, much maligned. No no controversies this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. It was used once at the Seoul game to judge whether Dayan's goal was offside or not. Okay. Uh, and I think they didn't have the appropriate uh, camera angles to judge. So. Okay. It should be noted that an actual fact, just to follow up on what I said there, uh, Tony Grande and Javier Mignano have joined the Korean national team as not players, obviously, but as coaches to Shinta Young. Okay. 
What's their uh, background? Uh, they're Spanish. Okay. Uh, also, Gang One FC have appointed Song Kyung Sup as the new manager of their team as well. So they never eventually have a manager. This guy? Well, they can't see it because it's a podcast. But he, yes. he just came back from Brazil like two days ago. Well, he came back to be appointed, I guess. I think. I think I'm friends with this guy on Facebook. He spent the last three months touring around Brazil. Oh, he's going to be their manager, yeah? Um, okay. And I guess final thing, K-Classic this week. Yep. What have you got for us? Uh, I think this week, I, for me, I wanted, just because Songnam made the playoffs, I want to talk about a little bit about Songnam. Uh, their history is the most winningest K-League club ever. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're still, still... Oh, the, we're going back to the marriage theme. Still the most successful. Still the most successful team in the K-League. Um, For at least another year or two. It's another year. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad to see their demise, but, I mean, they are in the playoffs. If they can win the playoffs, get back in the Classic, uh, when we see what happens to them. Um, I've got an interesting anecdote for you today, which I heard about the... Uh, the former founder of, of Songnam, so okay. Mr. Moon mm-hmm. the, of the Reunification Church, mm-hmm. uh, back in, not quite sure when it was, but Korea suffering from massive debt problems. Mr. Moon, obviously very, very rich. So he offered the Korean government that he would buy Cheju, the island. Uh-huh. So he would pay off Korea's national debt and he would be awarded Cheju to run as his own personal country. Oh, wow, really? In which case, Songnam would clearly be Cheju United. Okay. And you'd still be an FC Seoul fan. Uh, well, I was never an FC Seoul fan, so I would probably be a fan, fan of the Blue Wings. Suwon FC. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, that's interesting. So, uh, had he, and why did they say no? Why did they, so why did they not allow him to buy Jeju? Or pay off a debt? Well, that I don't know. Okay. That'll be that'll be revealed in part two next week. But interestingly, that if he had bought Jeju and owned Jeju, would he then have run it like basically with his church mass weddings on the beach and stuff like that? Presumably. Presumably. Uh, I mean, some of them have faltered and failed since. I mean, he was a football daft guy. I mean, he was like in charge. He was a guy who brought the Peace Cup or started the Peace Cup. Yeah. Um, Sadly, when he died, his, his family just they gave out, they gave well, his son had no interest in football and gave it all away. Uh, and since then, yeah, Songnam have gradually just like fallen and fallen and fallen, right? And that's despite the the support of a, an interested mayor, right? If they had a mayor who was like completely disinterested, he was interested often when he thought he was going to run. Well, he was he was interested until he thought he could run for president. Yeah. But this this season he's been disinterested. He's he's, he's more interested in being on a, on a, being a reality TV uh, star. He does some program about famous wives. Not that he's the famous wife, but his wife. Wife swap. Wife swap. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's a whole program about like him going for dinner in a Bundang steak restaurant and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, he doesn't really seem interested. I haven't seen him at any games. He hasn't been on TV at any games. Um, so yeah, I don't think I think his his, his interest has has waned considerably. Um, obviously, they'd be talked before, you know, like about the budget being cut and so on. But I mean, if you have a look at Songnam's history, like they are still the the most historically the the biggest or most successful team in Korean football. So how many K League titles? 
A lot. Six, seven. Seven. How many ACLs? Two. How many Korean FA Cups? That I'm not sure about. I think it's three. How I'm many sure. League Cups? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure of the League Cups, to be honest. Um, but, it's, I mean... That, that should be a K-classic K event one day, talking about when, when Korea used to have a, a League Cup. League Cup, yeah. I mean, the idea, uh, uh, the hope is that we can one day get back to the... To the, to the dizzy heights that we were at before but the it's been a massive you'll become Notts County or the, the fear is like and my fear is that if, if we don't make it through the playoffs if we don't get up if we don't make it this year that I'm not convinced there will be a song now um, next year because it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a continued target for politicians right uh, last time it kind of survived because they got this kind of grassroots support from mums, right? Yeah. To come out and make a fuss because they were they were going to move Songnam somewhere else, weren't they? Uh, yeah, but, but they talked. There's been a whole lot of talk about what's going to happen. They rebranding the name and moving them and and, and, and so on, yeah. Uh, and the, the mayor came out and said, that, nope, because of the support that we will, that there will always be a song, <coughs> blah, blah blah. But this year, as I said, he's been disinterested. That looks, uh, if they don't make the classic, I'm concerned that. They only have a, a limited shelf life because there is no sugar daddy there to like, you know. It's, it's not like Eland who are just seen as being a promotional, you know, like marketing tool of the Eland group. Uh, I mean, it's a the, the crowds that saw them are falling, so you can't really see uh, a citizen, you know, like a you know like a local council keeping them for much longer. To be unfortunately, to be perfectly honest. Okay. Let me just ask you one question. Obviously, back home you support Celtic. Yep, I do. Perpetual winners of everything. Yep. Surely, surely you never have to worry about whether they're going to win this trophy or that trophy, except the Champions League, which, which you presumably not ever thinking they were going to win that. No, I never think we win that. Um, to come to Korea and then support a team which is, uh, I guess during the time you've been here, been on the decline and obviously got relegated. Uh, welcome to my world. But. <laughs> yep. Just in terms of, say, a Chumbuk fan who's most of the foreigners who come here, or most of the Chumbuk foreign fans that we know have been here in the last few years, so they've only ever known success. Yeah. Do you not, I've, I've never experienced that personally, but do you not get kind of a little bit bored with winning everything all the time? Um, I want to say no. I had this conversation with the Phantom recently as well. Because we keep because we beat Rangers recently, uh, and he's like, "Isn't it boring beating them?" And I was like, "No." And he said, "My fear, his fear, would be because uh, I asked him, how would you feel if the like, Ipswich were beating Norwich every single game?'" And he said, "I wouldn't like it because my fear is that one day it's got to stop, right? Yeah. Like one day, you know, Rangers are going to beat Celtic, right? Well, I said it's going to happen. The fear is one day you become Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, so for me, is it is, is it boring winning everything? No, it really isn't. Um, but if you if you're asking me which team I have more emotion supporting now, or which team you know like I would say I I enjoy supporting, yeah. but which team makes me feel more like a football an actual football fan? It would be song now, like being in a situation of being relegated, you know, like those ten minutes at Eland, like watching my phone, like you know, jump up and down, cheering on a game that wasn't actually happening in front of me. Um, that, that is something that yeah I don't do anymore at Celtic they, as a Celtic fan growing up 
you know, like we were terrible, we were finishing fourth and so on in the league, so it was great to to, to, to kind of start winning things. So I've been through that that feeling as a Celtic fan, and now the feeling now where we win everything. Uh, and now, because Rangers are so poor, I don't actually check my phone to see how they perform anymore, right? Yeah. Um, so I think now I feel more like back to, to being, you know, like a proper football fan. Uh, so it doesn't get boring winning things, no, but you do <coughs> just get, you get more complacent, I would say. Um, but I think supporting Songnam has kind of shown me what it's like to, kind of, I don't want to say be a proper football fan, but yeah, you kind of like experience like, like more lows than highs. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't genuinely watch the Bayern Munich game because I thought we were going to get spanked 5 0. But I wouldn't not watch a Songnam game, like if you know if you know what I mean. So you know, I, I didn't choose to, to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to watch Celtic. But if Songnam were putting at four o'clock in the morning, I would wake up to watch them because you've got hope. Yeah, yeah, because we because I don't know what's going to happen. Whereas with Celtic, if it's in Europe, you know they're going to get spanked. If it's That's in home, you're going to win. If you, yeah, yeah. I mean, with sixty-two games unbeaten and like. Domestically, I'm not going to tune in on Saturday to see if it's going to be 63. But if Sonam, they're not playing Saturday because the players not until November 15th. But if they were playing on Saturday, whatever they were playing, I would I would make sure I was watching it. I guess that time's almost done. So should we talk about some teams that are playing on Saturday? Yep. So who have, who have Seoul got at the weekend? Kangwon away in Chuncheon. Okay, so you could go there. You could go there. But I'm probably I, I can't because I, I have a wedding to attend. As do I. It's not the same wedding, is it? I uh, don't think so. I'd be surprised if it was. <laughs> okay. Uh, prediction? Game one away? Uh, I think Seoul are going to screw up. Yeah. This is the easiest game of the uh, post-split. Yeah. They're going to mess it up. Yeah. And they're going to be... Suwon are going to beat Cheju. Yeah. And that means that Seoul will be out of Asia for next... Out of the ACL for next year. Yep. I couldn't agree more, to be honest. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, yes, Suwon are away to Jeju, but I think Suwon will probably beat Jeju. Uh, Suwon are, so Suwon are playing on the Saturday, Suwon are playing on the Sunday. Um, and they've had that advantage all each time, right, apart from when uh, they play each other? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's a bit harsh. Um, also on the Saturday, Osan are at home to the champions. Um, I think last year, the Saturday was reserved for... It was, yeah. For, ...for the bottom half of the split. And the Sunday was reserved for the top half of the split. Yeah. But this year they've done a, they've split the splits. And I, I, I don't know why because they there were games that were important to be played at the same time. You know, like there are there were like Jeju John Book going for the title. I mean, let's imagine Jeju had beaten John Book at the weekend. Yeah. So I mean, like I don't think you could you should have them playing on, on on separate days. But anyway, okay. So uh, Ulsan John Book prediction. Away win. Away win. Jeju so one prediction? Uh, it's going to be a 10-0 home win. It's going to be a draw, but I think so are going to mess up. I think so. I think so will draw in game one, but I think so are going to draw at Jeju, which will leave everything on the last week. Everything the last week. Okay. In the relegation group, we have Sangju at home to Pohan, uh, and we'll see a away win. <coughs> That's going to be a draw, I think. Okay. We have Daegu at home to Gwangju. Digu uh, safe, Gwangju needing a win. That's going to be a home win that sees Gwangju relegated. Yep, I would agree with that. And the all-important massive game, Jonam versus Incheon. I hope Incheon win. Plus. 
Turn them to far, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's going to be a nothing East draw. And that's all going to go down to the last day, day of the season, I think. Okay, so Which is in like three weeks' time. Yeah, because we've no games next week because of the internationals. internationals yeah. Okay. Anything else that you want to add? Uh, no, not really. Okay, outro music. Little star. Because of Joe Quinn's son? No. Okay. He's just trying to make his week again. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to name him again. Every weekend we're going to name him every week in the podcast. Should we, should we sponsor his player? <laughs> or sorry, sponsor his son as a... Sponsor his player. I think he's got his son, dude, yeah. Sponsor his son. <laughs> uh, it's only way to guarantee that he tunes in every week. Okay. Uh, little star, because, as you might know, last year, FC Seoul won the championship. And everyone, of that point deduction. Uh-huh. And everyone was going, mm, on Wikipedia you've got to put a little star next yep. to it because they only won because of the point deduction, blah, blah, blah. Points deduction should yep, have been, yep, yep. shouldn't have been introduced halfway through the season. So I think I said it before a couple of times. If you want to take that logic through and apply it to Seoul, then theoretically Chombuk should have had a nine-point deduction for this season, which means even despite beating Cheju last weekend, they'd still be behind and still everything to play for for the last two games. So, Chumbuk, champions, little star. Ridiculous. But okay. What do you mean ridiculous? Well, they got the nine point deduction last year. They only won it because of. So you're saying it should be this year, right? I don't. Um, every other foreign football fan says. We said on the podcast <laughs> last year they shouldn't have introduced the, the, the deduction halfway through the year. They should have held it forward for this year. So. You've got you've got a choice, right? You can either say Seoul were valid champions last year, or you can say Seoul champions little star for 2016, Chumbuk champions little star for 2017. You can't have it both ways. Okay, I don't agree with that, but fine. <laughs> if I guess it's an outro, then that's fine by me. Do you want to take it outside? <laughs> I don't think you do. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I, I I get your point. I don't agree with it, but I get it. Okay, so the outro is little star, not five star because I've won five in a row. More not five, but five titles. No. Okay. Half of those are probably bought anyway. Okay.